0: Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. Cut It Straight is a podcast helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. In this episode, we're going to look at guarding yourself and the doctrine. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. This is episode 11, and we're going to study guarding yourself and the doctrine. We're going to take our text from 1 Timothy 4, 16. Paul writes, Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by so doing you will save both yourself and your." hearers. Previously, we had looked at this chapter, 1 Timothy 4, in our series, The Twelve Marks of the Man of God. Together, we studied the qualifying marks of ministry. It begins in verse number 6 of chapter 4, where Paul says, The man of God is to be a watchman, a good servant, and a student of Scripture. He says in verses 7 through 9 that the man of God avoids false doctrine. He disciplines himself for godliness. In verse 10, the man of God is a hard worker. Verse 11, he teaches with authority. In verse 12, he's an example of spiritual maturity. In verse 13, the man of God is a biblical minister. He bases his ministry on Scripture. Verses 14 through 15, the man of God doesn't neglect his calling. Instead, he is consumed with his calling, and finally he is progressing in spiritual growth. Now, Paul concludes the end of this chapter by saying that Timothy should keep a close watch on himself and the doctrine. Now, the King James Version says, Take heed unto thyself. The New American Standard Bible says, Pay close attention to yourself. The New International Version says, Watch your life. The New Living Translation says, Keep a close watch on how you live. The first thing any minister or Christian, the first thing that they must watch and guard is themselves. This is not just in the outward life, but this is in the inner life. Your first responsibility is your own salvation and your growth in sanctification and godliness. Personal growth in holiness and sanctification takes precedent before ministering to others. Robert McShane, who was a minister in Scotland in the 1800s, uh, who was a man of prayer and a student of Scripture, he was writing to a ministerial friend who was traveling with a view uh, to, prefer, to perfecting himself in the German tongue, uh, and he was trying to minister to those people in their own language. And so McShane gives this advice to this young minister, and I quote, I know you apply hard to German, but do not forget the culture of the inner man. I mean the heart. How diligently the cavalry officer keeps his saber clean and sharp. Every stain He rubs off with the greatest care. Remember, you are God's sword, His instrument. I trust a chosen vessel unto Him to bear His name. In great measure, according to the purity and perfection of the instrument, will be the success. It is not great talents God blesses so much as likeness to Jesus. A holy minister is an awful weapon in the hand of God." End quote. You have to be a disciple before you can disciple others. Practicing what you preach is of utmost importance. When others are going to be under your influence and ministry, then you should be under the authority and the ministry of another, a pastor, a man of God. When you aren't ministering, you should be in church participating in the service as a servant, as a worshiper, and a listener of God's Word just because you may not be preaching or teaching or ministering in some other capacity in the church service, you should still be there being part of the community of learning and growing in the body of Christ and growing as a disciple of Jesus Christ. The spiritual well of your life should always be full. How else can you flow into others, overflow into others' lives that you're ministering to if your well is dried up and empty? How you can fill up your spiritual well is through prayer, Bible reading and study, fasting, corporate worship, corporate prayer, listening and applying the gospel to your life. Uh, Every day, your spiritual well will indicate if you are spiritually well. I know we are preparing sermons and lessons, and we're serving and overseeing other departments and other capacities of our churches, and sometimes we're always in preparation to serve, that we forget that we need time to study God's Word just for ourselves, not just for the preparation of sermons and lessons. That we must pray, not just praying to be anointed when we preach or minister, but we pray to grow in our communion and relationship with Jesus Christ. And sometimes it's, it's difficult, brothers, it's, it's difficult to forget your own spiritual well-being while you're looking out for everybody else's. And so your first responsibility is to see that you are still maturing and growing in God and it's you have to take effort take pains to see where you are to to take uh, inventory of your spiritual life to make sure it's not just about always serving others and we are but we have to slow down to make sure that we that we are spiritually healthy and we could do that through prayer Scripture intake, fasting, corporate worship, making sure that you're listening to the man of God, to somebody preaching to you, someone teaching you, uh, and, and you're growing and you're 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 adding that to your spiritual life. Then Paul says, Guard the doctrine. Why does doctrine need to be guarded? Well, Jude says we are to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Paul tells Timothy to fight the good fight of faith in 1 Timothy 6.12. The Christian minister should contend for the faith, fight the good fight of faith, but he's also to guard it. You contend, you fight for it, and you guard it. We're on the offense and the defense with the gospel, we're guarding it from error, we're guarding it from being watered down and compromised, where the faith and doctrine begin to be compromised, warped, and twisted in the hands of those who have not first guarded themselves. Carnality, pride, selfish ambition, envy, and all kinds of the works of the flesh. Seek to deceive the minister, the man of God. If you don't guard yourself, then you are letting down the guard for the doctrine. Those who once contended for the faith, who are now compromising the faith and the gospel, have more than likely compromised their own spiritual life. And in so doing, they have watered down and twisted doctrine to suit their own lifestyle and shortcomings. Deception is attracted to carnality. Eve was deceived by temptation. Demas was deceived by a love for the present world. Judas was deceived by a love of money. Deception comes in all shapes and sizes. And if the man of God, if the minister does not guard himself, then the doctrine will be compromised. You're the soldier You're the the soldier In the army of Christ And you must fight for the Doctrine, you must contend for The doctrine, but you also must Guard it, but if you are not Spiritually healthy Then the doctrine That has saved you, that has Kept you Will be compromised You'll compromise it if you don't Guard yourself, if you're not keeping an eye on yourself, if you're not constantly perceiving your own spiritual health, then you are setting yourself up to be deceived. This is why you need a steady diet of Scripture. You need to partake of much Scripture every day. You need to read theology, study doctrine, live on gospel truth. What are you feeding your faith? Are you you transforming your mind with the Word of God or are you conforming to this world with the philosophies and doctrines of devils? The phrase, keep a close watch, in the Greek, conveys the idea of holding fast, being attentive, hold firmly to, to watch closely with the mind and the eyes. You must guard yourself and guard the doctrine. Why? He said, persist in this, for so by doing you will save both yourself and your hearers. By keeping a close watch on himself and the doctrine, it benefited Timothy and the church. It will bring salvation to him and his hearers. Eternal salvation demands perseverance. Keeping a close watch on yourself takes persistence. This is a daily calling and a task, brothers. You are never off duty from guarding yourself and the doctrine. You do not save yourself, and you do not save your hearers. It takes the work of Jesus Christ and the working of the Holy Spirit to save us. But Jesus said, if you abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples. Daily we are dependent on the relationship of Jesus Christ. Attempts to do it on your own will be futile. Abide in Christ, and you will be fruitful. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. For more information, visit my website, nswhitley.com. Follow me on Twitter at nswhitley.com. And be sure to like my page and share my page on Facebook, NS Whitley.